the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Chelsea Neighbours, co-founder of Lola Interiors, joins us in this Mindful Biz Podcast episode. Lola Interiors is a collection of electronic stand-up desks to help you level with your work-at-home situation. The desks connect to your smartphone or watch to send you reminders to move your position for optimal health. The stunning desks come in a range of colours to suit your vibe and your home. Founded in the midst of the pandemic, after noticing a gap in the market for aesthetic yet functional stand-up desks, Chelsea and her partner Tim launched Lola and have seen incredible uptake and feedback. Hi Chelsea, thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm looking forward to diving into our conversation about interiors and everything that you do. But before we do, I would love you, as I always say to all our listeners, to introduce yourself to everyone. Of course, of course. So, hello, I'm Chelsea Neighbors. I'm originally from the States, but I actually just became an Aussie citizen last week, which was super interesting to do remotely. Um, I'm a dog mom of a little English staffie named Lola, and I've got a partner, Tim, who's not only my partner in life, but also my business partner with our newest venture, Lola Interiors. So our business is focused around delivering beautifully designed and modern office furniture for the home. So that's everything from stand-up desks to task chairs and accessories. Um, However, that's not my full-time role. I'm also the managing director of Bullet Studios. Uh, We're a brand and content agency with a focus on building brand experiences for a lot of our multinational clients. So I've been working in that industry for over 10 years now, which has some really beautiful synergies with the launching of our Lola Interiors. So in short, uh, I'm a businesswoman and an entrepreneur, and I really love what I do. That's so good. I find, and look, I say this often on this podcast, is that once you get one business going, the natural progression is just to continue to add, which is exactly what you've done. 100%. I just think when you get into a certain space, you can start to look at things differently and you're like, oh, actually, that would be a great business idea. Yes, absolutely. And did did you name Lola Interiors after the dog? We did. I'm yeah. all about, <laughs> you know, being in the branding space, I'm all about synergies and the word Lola is just a beautiful word and it's also all pooch. So yeah, we ended up going down that route and I think it fits it quite nicely. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So just give us a bit of a background in the lead up to the inspiration of launching Lola Interiors. Of course. So it was kind of something that just organically popped up. So I actually found myself with like most Australians during the pandemic and the start of COVID and being locked down that I was sitting at my dining room table uh, with my laptop really propped up on shoeboxes with no real end date of when I'd be able to actually get back into the office and start sitting at a proper desk. Um, And my partner, Tim, who I mentioned earlier, he actually has a background in office furniture. So he's been in the space for over 10 years. So daily during lockdown, he's like, we need to get a stand-up desk. This isn't healthy for us to be just sitting with shoeboxes at a dining room table. And also the chair we were sitting in wasn't great ever. So I just said to him that I wasn't really keen on a lot of the stand-up desks that were in the market that were, you know, B to C desks. They were really Mm -hmm. sterile and industrial and they just didn't suit the aesthetic of our home. So he had the idea to just make me a desk based on his experience in the industry and what his background is. And so when we actually developed that for our home space, we kind of just had a light bulb moment of like, if I'm dealing with not being able to, you know, find a desk that suits our space, I'm sure others are as well. 
So that's kind of how the idea came about. Um, and so, yeah, during lockdown, we realized there was an increased demand for high quality functional furniture and that employers were also willing to kind of invest in their team's setup from home now that we were forced to work from home. So with a bit of market research, we kind of saw a gap in the market to build a modern and engaging brand in the home ergonomic space. So really shifting from the traditional commercial approach to a more attractive and aesthetic approach that would be, you know, more relevant to the wider demographic. So we used our shared resources and our expertise and tools, um, and we launched the business quite swiftly. So yeah, the idea came about in 2020, and we just launched um, early this year. So it was quite a swift to market approach, but with our backgrounds, it was quite um, seamless with how we yeah came about the idea. Yeah. So just, just to describe to the listeners, this particular stand-up desk design is literally, the best way to describe it is that it's a desk and the legs on the desk can extend up. So it's not something that sits on top of the desk. Exactly. So yeah. it's the full desk. So we've got the worktops, which are commercial grade worktops, and um, they come in all different colors. You know, we went kind of down the vibrant route. So we wanted something that wasn't your average office desk. So we've got things like Positano Pink to Miami Beach Blue. So the desks are your standard office size desks that you would you would get in your you know commercial space. And then the legs are motored um, up and down by a motor that sits underneath the frame. And then we've got a keypad that's attached to the desk and also actually links and integrates in with your phone. So similarly to how you'd pair your phone with your car, it's the same thing. So you download the app, you set up your favorite positions, you set reminders, you can track your usage, and then the desk can move seamlessly up and down depending on when you want to stand up. So for all those people that get Apple Watch notifications, there's no more excuses to not stand up because you can really link it up to be able to work with when you want to be standing up. And I always suggest having the desk stand up when you're doing meetings um, so that you can kind of get that flow going. So yeah, it is a desk. Um, we do on our Lola interiors, we do actually offer um, things that do sit on top of your desk if you don't want to invest, you know, in a, in a, a full desk setup. So we've got different products on our site that cater to different needs, but our desks are kind of our main um, selling point with Lola Interiors. How is the motor powered? Do you need to plug it into the wall or how does that work? Yeah, so um, we actually do all the assembly of the desks in our warehouse. So that's another thing that we noticed on the market is a lot of companies just send you everything. You've got to assemble it yourself. So we actually assemble the frame and the motor to your desktop. When it comes, you literally just need to snap your legs in place, put the feet on, and then with one cord, you just plug it into the wall. So right. it's a, it's literally a plug-and-play scenario. Right. Now, you've also got a range of chairs as well. So it's desks and chairs. Tell us about the chairs. Yeah, so it's desk chairs and then also accessories to kind of yeah. keep your space tidy. So the chairs, we use a company called Human Scale. They're really well known in the States, and they just have beautiful products. So they're your standard task chair um, with a single mechanism usage. We, at the moment, are featuring the black one on our website, but we do have intentions to get the white one going as well so that people have that diversity. But it's your standard task chair that you get in an office, um, and I think that's super important is the task chair as well. You can have a desk and you can stand up, but if your posture is not you know, proper for how you should be sitting, typically it's 10 hours a day that we're sitting when we're working from home. You really need to have a, a chair that's gonna support your back and your lumbar and um, yeah, promote the correct posture that you should be sitting at, at your desk. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so when you launched the business, cause it's so new, how did you go about launching it? Well, 
we knew that, you know, we wanted to do something in the e-commerce space, um, kind of move away from the bricks and mortars vibe. So we just, you know, as I said, we used our resources. So I worked with my branding agency to pull the brand and the identity together. And then my partner went and sourced and kind of put together the production and um, the product line. And then, yeah, we actually did kind of a, a soft launch. So, you know, we've got our digital marketing that's running behind the scenes through Google and things like that. But we're actually aiming for a bigger launch with our next range that's going to be coming out. So our current collection is a destinations collection, which is kind of around traveling. Our next product range that's going to be coming out, it's going to be a bit more of a premium range with different materiality for the desktops. So we're planning on having a bit more of a bang with that launch. Um, but yeah, we've gone down the traditional digital marketing route. So um, building databases through ads and things on Facebook and Instagram. So keeping it quite organic, um, but we've seen some really great traction down that route. Yeah. Well, it's a product that's needed. Exactly. It's definitely tending to uh, a need that's now and, and definitely a need that we see being required into the future because we, we definitely don't think flexible working is going anywhere and remote working is certainly here to stay in some capacity. So, yeah. yeah. So are you targeting just New South Wales or are you targeting Australia-wide for deliveries? Yeah, so we deliver Australia-wide. We've got a partner that assists with that. So, yes, mainly our targeting is in the key larger cities, um, but in New South Wales specifically, we're doing some regional targeting um, as well as Victoria at the moment. But, yeah, we deliver we deliver nationwide. That's great. So what has been a really big learning that you've experienced so far since launching the business? Oh, there's been so many learnings, <laughs> as one can imagine. But I guess the biggest one has been trying to balance all of my career commitments. Um, you know, full-time, my duties are MD um, at Bullet, but, you know, I've launched this side hustle and it's a passion project and I love it. So it's just all about finding that balance. So this means, you know, I'm often working on Lola in non-traditional hours or in the evenings and weekends. Um, but the learnings and the upskillings that we've been able to, you know, really be open to with this process, it it's worth it. You know, it's worth mm -hmm. it's worth the the longer hours, um, the extended hours. So I guess the biggest learning would be just knowing <laughs> what your limits are, yeah, um, and understanding how you can really balance your commitments. I think that's a skill in itself, and, and one of the biggest learnings for sure. Well, I think also like even if you've got an established business, when you're starting a new business, you it takes up a lot of time because you're setting the foundation and creating the brand awareness and exactly you know, on hours on that. And so you kind of have to go in it with the mindset where you go, you know what, I'm going to have to be working X amount of hours, but it, it's just, it's not forever, but I have to do it now to actually make this work. Totally. And one of the things I found worked really well is like to give myself sprints with like, okay, what are we tackling within this sprint? And just making sure you're putting it in a time frame that's achievable. So mm -hmm. just chunking it down like that made it a much more streamlined approach to launching it. But then, you know, you move into the whole, um, the whole new pillar of, of keeping it running and continuing yes. to optimize. So it never sleeps, <laughs> but, no, you know, I know it's part you of the reward. Look, that's how I work as well is in sprints because otherwise everything can just draw out like way too much. So if you, if you batch a task and have a really clear focus and go, this has to be achieved by X, it does make it, you know, much more achievable. A hundred percent and much more digestible. There's nothing worse than looking at like, 
all the way, like what your end goal is and being like, oh. okay, that's really intimidating. <laughs> How are we going to get there? So yes, I'm all for sprints. <laughs> yes. So, so do you work across the weekends or how, how are your weekends working at the moment? Well, obviously in lockdown, it was way easier to, yeah. um, yeah, just really dedicate, you know, a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. So traditionally how we're working now is we will go out to the warehouse on the weekends and pack orders. Um, and then our partner usually picks them up on Mondays and I always dedicate about three hours on Sunday specifically to looking at our reports, um, you know, via Google and Facebook and just doing any optimization that we need to do and getting EDM set up to go out. So, you know, the evenings as well as a time when I really can able to like switch off and be like, okay, this is Lola time. So yeah, I make lists. I make lots of lists and <laughs> dedicate time slots to when I'm going to be working on what. So being yeah. super organized. Do, do you use a software system at all for your lists or do you just go old school and write the list down? Oh, I have used so many softwares that, you know, from Todoist to Asana, but I just find old school notebook, write it down. I just find when I write stuff down, it just sinks in as opposed to typing it. So yeah, I've got a notebook that I have for Lola and I just write my tasks down for the week and just block out times in my diary to just work on it. Yeah. What diary system do you use? Oh, so basic, just iCal. Yeah. <laughs> just calendar. Yeah. 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 But you know, with the with Gmail, they have a new feature now where you can put like things beyond just events. You know, you can put tasks and, and items within that. So I actually do use that task list in Gmail as well, which is super helpful. Yeah, yeah. It is good, isn't it? Oh my gosh. I mean, there's so many systems these days. It can be very overwhelming. You do I know. You, do you use Slack in your design business? Yes, we do. The design team specifically loved Slack, but I think the biggest eye-opener with Slack, it's obviously become super beneficial during, you know, remote working. Yeah. Um, but I think it's trying to like set boundaries around when Slack is necessary versus when email is necessary versus when a phone call might be necessary. So yeah, I think it's different ways of working, but it's been super game-changing for us when we've been yeah. working from home to be on Slack. Well, you know, the, it comes back to then setting boundaries, doesn't it? I was having this conversation last night with my husband. 100%. Well, they all operate on Slack, but the problem is Slack doesn't stop, you know, and it's just comes through at ridiculous hours with the most full-on things. And I was saying to him, you've got to switch off. Like, this is not good. Oh, boundaries are so That's important. I feel, like, I feel like establishing boundaries during yeah. lockdown is definitely challenging. Yes. Um, and that's, yeah, Slack now. Uh, someone rang me in like a huddle the other day and it was coming up on my phone and I was like, whoa, this is too much. Yeah. You need to stay on my computer, not my phone. Yeah, that's um, what I said to my husband last night. I said, you've yeah. got to get that off your phone. That is, That would just absolutely, I'd lose my mind over that. It would just be too much. Oh, I think, you know, boundaries is like, that's such a theme at the moment. Like I am yeah. learning new ways to be setting boundaries. I just think it's so important right now. Mm. Oh, isn't it? I think with boundaries, what, what I find with a lot of people is they'll set them, but then they feel a little bit guilty about having set them and then they don't keep it in place. And then they get annoyed at whoever's stepping over the boundaries. Whereas in actual fact, it's you as the boundary setter, you have to you know, you've got to set them, communicate them and stick to them. And then it, then it works. A hundred percent. And I do, I, you know, I, I suffer from that at times, honestly, I'll be like, okay, yeah. I'm going to set this time that I'm going to go to the gym and I might be in at 30 minutes after, you know, our nine o'clock meeting. And I get the guilt of like, oh, yeah, I'm missing this meeting, but it's like these boundaries are in place for a reason. Um, yes. So yeah, you've got to be comfortable with them and own mm -hmm. them as well. If you expect other people to respect them. Yeah. I think that that is like, you know, like such a key 
element. I I personally am good now. Like I used to feel really bad about setting boundaries and sticking to them, whereas now I'm like, that's just how things have to roll and it's better for everyone. Um, and But it's just kind of like you as the boundary setter, just getting used to like this is how you need to operate and then you realise how beneficial it is. 100%. I'm all, I'm all with you on that. Yeah. All right. So what's your focus for next year? I mean, I can't believe we're coming up to the end of year already, but what's the focus for you with everything that you've got going on? Yeah, of course. I, I, I also can't believe we're literally about to be in 2022. I don't know where time has gone. Um, but yeah, the focus for us is specifically with um, Lola Interiors is really starting to carve our way out in that space. I think, as I mentioned earlier, um, remote and flexible working aren't going anywhere with, with our bullet business and talent acquisition and retention. You know, I've been looking at a lot of different articles around the fact that employees have a lot of say in how they want to work moving forward. So I think businesses both large and small need to, are going to be adapting to that. And so I think we're going to see a shift in people really starting to set up their at home spaces. Interestingly enough, during the month of October, you know, this is when we're coming out of lockdown we've actually had a spike in sales during this period. And I think it's because people are realizing, okay, I'm getting my freedoms back, but I need to create that stability um, in my workspace to keep that, you know, that, that momentum. So yeah, I think our focus is going to be really um, extending our reach into starting to communicate a bit more with, you know, corporates um, and, and what we can do for their teams at home. And I think that's going to be our really big focus um, for 2022 with Lola um, yeah. interiors I think that's so smart you're exactly right everything everything is changing now um and yeah I think people as you say there's some people that just don't want to go back into the office oh exactly and even yeah. um like at bullet like you know one of the spaces we really focus on is in the property development space and we've seen a huge sea change particularly with developments going up in the Gold Coast where people from Sydney and Melbourne are moving away mm -hmm. And they're still maintaining their jobs that, you know, our jobs traditionally would be in the, the CBDs of those areas. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they're moving away and their employers are being much more flexible with allowing them to work remotely. So it's a welcome change. And I think it's a new way of working, which is exciting. I feel like we've been doing the old school way of working for a very, yeah, very I long time. So. It's going to be really interesting to watch and see what happens to, you know, the traditional CBD offices um, and rental spaces because it's going to get to a point where a lot of companies are going to go, you know what, paying for these huge, you know, office spaces and expensive real estate, is it worth it and is it the way of their future? Totally. And that that is a shift that we've seen in the commercial office spaces as well is that they're making them a bit more um, hot desk and collaborative. So, you know, you come into the office to do your collaborative work and then you do your focus work at home. Um, but in order to really do that focus work, you need to be set up properly. You can't be working yeah. from your ironing board or your dining room table and shoeboxes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think people are going to have to make that adjustment and set themselves up properly yeah. if they still want to take on those benefits of being able to work remotely. God, we're in interesting times. And you set up I know perfect time of all this as well. I, I, I got a question the other day around um, oh, how has COVID impacted your business? It's like, it's actually helped us launch our business. Yeah. Um, I know it's like kind of a negative, such a negative thing that, you know, helps launch the business. But I just think that's across the world. I feel like people yes. have come up with new ideas and new ways of doing things during this pandemic. And it's a, an exciting time for entrepreneurs. It is. It is. It absolutely is. Just one last question. With your, you're doing Google ads, I'm assuming, from what you're saying. Yes. 
Are you yes. doing it yourself or do you have an agency doing it for you? I am doing it myself. Actually, my, my, my early first career, I was doing, um, I was a digital marketing um, executive. So I've got experience with setting up ads through, you know, Instagram, like Facebook business and Google AdWords. So I'm currently doing them myself, but I do think there'll be a time when I, when I need to get a digital marketer and an agency or, you know, a one man band on board to really optimize it. But I think that's one of the, one of the other learnings is, you know, trying to run the business as lean as possible. So whatever we can do ourselves, we do, but there will definitely get it become a time when we probably need to look to, to elevate that offering. Out of the Google ads and the social media ads, which are performing best for your for you? Yeah, it's super interesting. Actually, I the the Instagram ads are actually performing really well, really great with Shopify. It actually links all of your analytics, so you can see the journey that you know a purchaser has taken. You can also see that in Google Analytics. So what we're seeing is we're actually having a lot of views and click-throughs via Google, but a lot of the conversions are coming through um, Instagram. Or Facebook ads, so they can see more what's going on by looking at the social media account. Exactly, exactly. And what's super interesting is we've just started running some retargeted ads, and the sales we got a couple of sales at the start of the month. They all came through retargeted ads, so they saw our ads in September, got retargeted again, and then made the purchase. So, oh, the wonderful world of digital digital advertising is is so amazing for startups and e commerce sites. It just really extends your reach. So. Well, what that's yeah. doing is proving that people have to understand and see your brand a few times before, before they'll make a purchase. Exactly. And that's some of the data we're starting to analyze now. Like how many times are people visiting the site before making a purchase? And, yeah. you know, when do we need to be serving them these ads? Like on what on what visit? So there's a lot of data to analyze. And I think that's when, you know, you start to probably look at an expert coming in and assisting yes. with that. Once, once we've had this stuff running for a few months, they'll have enough data to really get delved into it and pull some insights and recommendations. Yeah. Oh, amazing. All right, Chelsea, where can everyone find Lola Interiors? Yes. So you can find us on our website, so lolainteriors.com.au or by Instagram at lola.interiors. So we're all online at the moment, but we are, we do have big aspirations to eventually move into bricks and mortar um, through partnerships with companies that we align with from a values perspective and aesthetics perspective. But in the interim, you can catch us online. So check us out. Give us a like. 